It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time, which is entitled The New Day. Feel the power. Baby. Ladies and gentlemen, our microphones cut the audio out if we get too loud, so we just wanted to make sure that you got the intro and you got it clean. We are very excited today because today, today is a glorious day. Today is April 13th, ladies and gentlemen, and as of right now, the New Day has proclaimed April 13th of every year, Cesaro Appreciation Day, and the way that we're going to celebrate this, I, Xavier Woods. And I, Big E. And I, Kofi Kingston are going to introduce a man who has accolades upon accolades. Mm. One of the greatest physical specimens I have ever seen in my life is one of the strongest, kindest, most influential people I've ever met in my life. This man, his name is Cesaro. And I, Cesaro. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to be part of it. Claudio, Cesaro, how you doing? No, I'm great. I feel like I just listened to you guys and you, know, you, <laughs> you continue. Yeah, actually, we'll just do the podcast. If you could just sit and react. That would be <laughs> no, great. That's no. great. That's great. Not that's an great. approval the whole time. We need him. We'll I just, just, talk I'll well just about be you. here like this. In front of my, uh, <laughs> kind of cold here in the Swiss Alps, as you can see. It's, hey, yes, yes, very real. Very real. Definitely don't, there. Don't mind oh. the things here on the left and the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing the best social distancing you can. That's You're a huge the giveaway. Off the grid by yourself. <laughs> I'm off the uh, grid. Ladies and gentlemen, as we talk to this fantastic human that we love and dear, uh, he's dear to our hearts, make sure that you're staying part of the conversation using the hashtag New Day Pod. Now, let us begin. Cesaro, you... For me, for Kofi, for E, you've done so much for us. And you've literally been at uh, all of the, the, the hinges in our, uh, in our New Day career. Like you were there for us winning the tag titles. You, got, you and TJ helped us out so much. And then you and Seamus. Like, how, I don't know how to ask this question. How are you so good at what you do? Mm-hmm. Um, well, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> but um, as a, as a sentiment, uh, I feel that goes both ways because um, I feel you guys have been there for every step of my career as well. So, like, uh, I just uh, thought about you know this for uh, just before we we joined here, and uh, like for example, the first people who talked to me after the. Uh, Austin McMahon podcast were uh, you three and I exactly remember the arena it was in uh, uh, Oklahoma City and it was I exactly remember where it was and it was just like you guys were there for that you guys were there uh, with me and TJ me and Seamus like it was just you know I mean I had my if, if you want to go all the way back I had my first tryout match uh, in uh, Deep South right before I got hired and fired with Kof, <laughs> you know what I mean so, say, like, yeah. so it, you know it just goes like that's what I mean. Like it goes both ways. Uh, so you've had a lot of, uh, you made a lot of memories very fast. I feel like uh, once you got signed. So like uh, we fast forward some to, to FCW uh, when you're there, like I feel like a lot of stories that are pretty funny and memorable happen to you within like a six month span. Uh, my favorite thing would be you uppercutting Breeze back to 1922. Well, I thought I thought I uppercutted them forward to becoming FCW. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather look at it like that. It was like it, it was just one of those like. So I had my first first match with Breeze, right? My first TV match or whatever, and it was supposed to just be like uh, you know short and whatever you know, like you get the, get the win, whatever. Look, and then like I wrestled him, and I thought it went great, and I thought yeah. he was awesome, and then everybody was like, "How did he do?" I think he did really well. I'm like. Uh, yeah, he's good. Like, I was, like, so surprised that, yeah. like, everybody would think, like, oh, he's actually good. I'm like, well, yeah, like, well, like what's yeah. going on here? Like, I was just, like, in Twilight World. Like, I'm the only one that realized that, that he's great, you know? And, like, 
to this day, he's just he's just really good and I feel like underrated. Yeah, this was the the uh, Dalton days where I just think he didn't have anyone who, had, who like was in his corner. No one really liked him or thought much of him. Yeah, uh, but I believe if I recall correctly, he was very close to being fired, and people were yep. so impressed with the way he took that bump that you saved his job, oh. legitimately saved his job with that <laughs> yes. bump, and he's still here today. Yes. Well, he saved his own, like, he's just... Right, was able right, to show he's it, good. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I'm like, okay. It's just, it's interesting. He's been on the chopping block quite a, quite a bit when we were in development also. He's had, he's, he's had his moments of, of shine, but uh, you weren't there for that long. Uh, I was there for like nine months, and then I, I came back, like, I still went to like FCW for another, I was going to say like almost three, four months after I got called up. And then uh, I started going to NXT when that started as kind of a, yeah, I just love wrestling. I have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I have a a severe problem. It was like, that was, that was when we were on the road five days a week, you know? And then I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I want to come back and go to NXT. And it was, you know, it's, it was great. And then, I mean, Nowadays, it's like, oh, four days. Ooh, it's so long away. And I'm like, we used to do, I remember we used to do like five days on the road, like nonstop for like four years straight. And like, right. everybody was like, oh, this is awesome. I mean, like yeah. at least me, I was like, oh, <laughs> let's wrestle more. Like I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't crack the 200 match market this year. Like I don't want to do it next year, you know? Like, so with that, so your, your love of wrestling and constantly doing it, I feel like it's worked out for you. You're, you're, you're doing all right. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're also one I'm of wearing the few- a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him in the house. That always that shows how well you're doing. You know, like yeah. oh. <laughs> Look at me. I feel like you're you're one of the few people, one of like two maybe, that has been able to lift E, uh, damn near effortlessly. I don't well, understand this. There's, there's all of this podcast is going to be me not understanding how you do the things that you do. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think E is E is extremely extremely agile. And uh, again, talented. So like, if, it, it's a sick. So with with you three, it's just one of those like, if somebody has an idea and they're like, "Hey, you think you can do this?" I just say, "Yeah," because I know like I'm in there with you guys. So it's like we'll figure it out. And like, there's no like kind of limit to it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like that speaks to the talent of everybody that like we can just make things work, and we always yeah. do. And like, well- we make each other look good. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice try. That was very, very kind. But. There are times where I, every time I know we'll do the, the drop down leapfrog and I would just say, and this was like at a time when I was probably 305, 310 pounds so and I'm doing nothing. I'm not, I'm just, oh, here's my big body. Hope you can catch me. <laughs> and you find a way. I, I actually, uh, we were talking about this and I went back and I found the gift. I just remember you power slamming me out of the air, but I forgot that you caught me and tilt world back broke me like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And I always, like, I think the reason you're my favorite in-ring performer is because you can do every single style. You can mm-hmm. base for Lucha. You can do strongman stuff. You can do high-flying stuff. You can legitimately do anything that anyone from, let's say, 150 pounds to 350 pounds can do. And it's incredible. So yeah. this is what the podcast usually is. Usually we have other things we talk yeah. about. We'll spend 10 minutes uh, slobbering on Claudio and, and, and You're making me blush. You're making me blush. But um, now we're, yeah, this is, we're just condensing it yeah, all into, into one episode here. But this is what we do well, on a regular I, basis. So like with, with that, I just feel, to me, it's always, like the, people always ask me like, oh, how much you bench and this and that. And like, I always go like, tell them to ask E about that because, so, oh, by the way, I have video as well. I have actually video here of you on your birthday squatting because, uh, <laughs> because so uh, it was E's birthday. We were in Syracuse, New York, right? Um, I walk in the gym and I, I go to the locker room. Right. It's just a little diatribe. I, I, I'll go back to you, me catching you and me there. So <laughs> I, walk, yeah, I, yeah, walk, yeah. I, I walk into the locker room, right? There's E. He's not sweating. He just got there. Like his shirt isn't even wrinkled. It's just like, so he literally just got to the gym, maybe five minutes before me, right? So then I was like, oh, okay. Uh, go to the bathroom, go outside, start warming up. And I'm just on the elliptical, meaning that make five minutes, right? So I look up and there's E with, you know, a casual 405, that's four big plates for everybody wondering, just on the squat rack, just doing, like, I think I counted 15, at least 15 reps. Not it was even, not 15. It, it, I have the video. 
You want me to pull it up? Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> hey, well, okay. please, when, this, when, okay. the, when the podcast drops, okay. please put the video on Twitter. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay, 100%. So, okay, it was 12 then. Maybe a set of 12. I don't remember. With, with 4.05. So I'm like, okay, I'm warming up. I'm like, it's no longer than five minutes since I saw you. So it's like you're at 4.05 for nothing, right? Go up, you know, 4.55, 4.95. Ends up doing like, what was it? Like 4.05, 5.45 or something like that. I think that was my top set, 5.45. Yeah, 5.45 for three. It's just like, do, 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 you know, listen to this music. It was it was soul crushing. And then I, I had to do, I had to do like uh, split squats in my workout that day that I usually do with very little weight uh, to a point where I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to go to squat rack next to Biggie because I feel like way less of a man. I'm going to go over there and just like pre- pretend I'm stretching until he's done. And then pretend, pretend I'm like, warming up like doing hip circles or something for another 10 minutes so everybody you know like doesn't think like oh, oh the, the big guy's done lifting and now the, the other guy is doing some pilates on the platform or something. <laughs> offense to anybody that's pilates but yeah so i feel like he is the strongest guy in wwe and if everybody asks me that's always my standard standard answer 100%. well that's very kind of you and i do appreciate that but there is a real difference between my weight room strength which i can uh, i can do well and you weren't lying that's what i did but you possess functional strength, which I think is a lot more applicable in the ring and a lot more useful. Well, I, I think, I think I'm, I'm very good at manipulating body weight. And uh, to me, it was always important that no matter what and how I train, like I need to be able to do all my moves to almost anybody at any given time. Because uh, to me, that's what makes wrestling fun, right? The unpredictability of it. And like, that's why I love work, like working with all you guys is because like we can just change stuff and we can do stuff that hasn't been done. And there's no formula we need to stick to or nobody's trying to get like, Oh no, no, I need to get, you know, do my four moves or whatever it is. It's just like, we can just go and have fun and come up with new stuff that will surprise people. And it's fun for everybody. So, um, I unfortunately designed my moveset around doing heavy stuff late in the match. So I feel like I have to be in a certain shape and be able to pull certain stuff off very late in the match, which can be challenging, but that's also fun because it keeps me on my toes. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say too, man, I think that's one of the things that I appreciate most about you. Like anytime I see that we have a match scheduled, I know that it's going to be something completely different than anything that we're going to see on the card, anything that we've done in the past, you know? So as uh, you know, like we wrestle a lot of matches, man. Uh, and not that it gets hard to look forward to, to wrestling, but um, I'll say like, you know, when I do see your name across the marquee on the card or whatever, um, it's always a pleasure, you know? And, and then obviously like it's, I think it's way, it's impressive to be able to do that stuff to E because he is so big, but me myself, like I have never been manhandled and, and felt like I could not do anything. It's you and Brock, you know? Uh, I, I remember like there's a couple of moves. So you do like that suplex where you stand on the outside on the second rope and suplex, you know, me from the outside. And I remember the first time like we went to go do that and I literally had no choice. You know, like you hooked me and I'm like, okay, here we go. Oh, I guess we're going. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I literally had no control over whether, you know what I'm saying? Uh, whether, whether I was going or not, like I literally had no choice, you know? So, um, yeah, there's been a, a lot of moves like that to the point where it's like, if you say, Oh, well, I'll just catch you and I'll do this. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I know you will, you know, like the <laughs> utmost confidence. I feel like I don't have, there, there's no one in the, the uh, no other opponent that I've had more confidence in the ring with knowing that everything is going to be executed to perfection, you know? Um, Thank you. So, yeah, another, just, just tribute to oh, you, no, you know? Yeah. Now yeah, the pressure yeah. is on. Now the pressure is on in the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, to that story, the, the one time, and I just told Big Show that actually, because I saw him quite recently, where I can't say. Um, so, okay, <laughs> 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 fair. Uh, so, so um, that happened to me. So like I wrestled Big Show and I'm like, it was like one of my first live matches with, that, I, that I worked with him. And I was like, yeah, I'll just jump off the second rope and you, you know, catch me. And he was like, oh, I don't have a long travel day. My, my back hurts. I don't know. And I'm like, I'm, I'm light. You can, you can easily catch me. He was like, oh, well, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, so we do it. I jump. And I mean, you guys have like cats or dogs, right? 
So like, you know, when you have like a small dog and you just like pick it up, you know, like by the front legs, you go like, Ooh, you know, hold him <laughs> like that. I jump and he just catches me like this, just like <laughs> in me there. And I just hang there like, <laughs> like, don't a me down. like just like, <laughs> he holds it like a toy. And I'm just like, my legs are dangling. I'm like, he just holds me up here. Like, you know, like a baby, like he wants to look at my diapers clean or something, you know, just like, <laughs> and I'm just there and I'm like, all right, I guess I had that one coming. <laughs> yeah. Big Show strong. E is strong. You are strong. You are uh, strong. Talking, I mean, I'm okay. I'm I mean, okay. I, I mean, I, I mean, you're it. the lightest, the lightest guy in the one tongue club. I am. You know, I am. After Kofi tried to to shame me out of it. Oh, oh here, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Wow. You know, I did not, not know that good. story. Have we told it on the podcast before? I thought I we did. So. I think we did. Oh, did we? Quick recap. So when I was about to be in the one ton club, I had to hit uh, like 25 pounds over body weight snatch or something like that. Yeah. Kofi happened to be in the gym that day and he oh. just eyeballed me until I was like passed out and couldn't do it anymore. And then he left. He didn't even work out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Driving that wedge. Driving <laughs> yes. that wedge. Exactly. Driving That's that so wedge. Close. So, but anyway, talking about strength, uh, has there been a time where you've been in the ring and you've gone to do something that you thought that you could do strength-wise and you had trouble doing yes. it or too much strain? Like, <laughs> All I'm going to expose myself here. Um, yeah. uh, so, for example, I tried to swing Great Kali in Germany and I almost tipped over. <laughs> because it was like, I just was like, oh, sure. Like, like, you know, like it's like two seconds, but it just seems like forever yeah. you're in there. And it's like Germany, they're all going crazy. And like, the only reason we kind of do this match is so I can swing the great Kali, right? Yeah. And then like, I eventually get it going. And then like, I, I hit my finish after and it's just like the same thing. It's just like, it's such a struggle. So like sometimes, especially if it's late in the match, I like, I worry, but luckily, like, again, like I'm trying to pick my moves smart enough that I'll be able to pull them off. I mean, I can't think, there's plenty of times where I'm like worried or like mad afterwards because I don't, I don't know, I didn't do something as well as I wanted, but. I think, I feel like the craziest thing and in my experience with you in the ring is I was on your back. I think I had you like down like a chin lock on the ground. And as you got up, I was on your back and you're like, yeah, I'll suplex you. I was like, wait, you're, you're standing, <laughs> you're essentially giving me a piggyback ride. How are you going to suplex me? And you legit just reached around behind you and grabbed me and put me on your front and then hooked me for a suplex and suplexed me. And it was like the most baffling thing because like, I, like you said, you felt like a baby when Big Show grabbed you. Like, that's how we feel when you, cause you, you're, you're not Sorry. just grabbing us. You're grabbing us and you're putting us in different places effortlessly. So it, it blows my mind that even, even the great Cesaro sometimes strains a little mm -hmm. bit. Oh, yeah. So he, all so he time. says, all yeah. the time. All the time. so he all says, time. he's trying no. to seem like human. He's trying to, he's trying to Clark Kent us. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, but he, Clark Kent over so, here. Yeah. So, 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 so here's the thing: you need to, you need to know your limits because, like, there's certain things I can't do, so I'm not even going to attempt them. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's certain people I can't swing, so I'm never going to attempt that, or, uh, you know, even like tease it because I know I can't pay it off. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But, but in your mind, you're like, maybe I can do this. Uh, I don't <laughs> has know. There, has there been a situation where you've been in the ring where you're like, okay, uh, I can do this. And then right before you do it, you go, no, 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 this is a bad idea. No, because I'd like to think that I, like by the time I get to the ring and it gets that far, I've thought about it long and hard enough and I figured out if I could do it or not. Um, I know that for stuff that um, I think has a chance of failing, or you know what I mean? Like it's a 75% chance of coming off clean that I, there's a backup plan. I remember the one time where uh, they wanted me to swing Big Show and that's just impossible. I mean, like at that point, he was like, he leaned out a little bit now as you can, you know, uh, but at that <laughs> point it was just, it was impossible. And then they were like, oh, what if like Ryback holds his hands and then it just looked like two yeah. running around. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was not good. And then... Uh, it ended up being, I think what we did is like we, me and Ryback kind of pressed show into an RKO or something like that. It was on show's birthday. It was like one of those, you know, mm -hmm. one of those things. Um, so, uh, and I think maybe Randy even got heard of that. So it was just a big debacle. <laughs> that I, yeah, not a good time, but yeah. 
That was one of those. You know, one of the things that you probably shouldn't have done, but you did for a while was remember when you would do the uh, topes, which just head first, the torpedo style topes. And they were frightening every time. I was going to bring that up earlier when you said like I could, that I could do anything that a 155 pounder can do. I stopped certain things just because I figured, (laughs) you know, I don't need to try to neck stretch myself after a dive there. E-Honda. Yeah, I E-Honda myself. 100%. God, it's different when you see a, a, a guy who's as jacked as you and as big as you flying at you just head first. And you like, that's, that's a terrifying thing. <laughs> well, I, I also feel like a lot of dives, the way I look at dives is kind of like the way the luchadors do it. And if you watch them, they just go like they run as fast as they can and they jump as hard as they can out of the ring and try to smash the other guy like in the third row. So I was like, I don't want to do like the flying hug. You know what I mean? They were like, yeah, yeah. both uh, hug and fall down because like to me, I'm like, well, who did that hurt? You know what I mean? So still, I want to like suspend my disbelief and make everything at least look as real as I can. Um, you know, coming from the guy who swings people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which by the way, which by the way, I think is like, if you have some guy and you just have his legs and you just need to neutralize him, just swing him because he can't do nothing, right? No, like technically, he's it. just like, I've tried it. Yeah. I'll yeah. try that in the next street fight I'm in. I'll make sure you bust that out. <laughs> Man, swing no, my no, legs, no, 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 legs. No. watch, watch. <laughs> watch, watch what I do, watch, watch what I do. do. <laughs> in, in your next fight, if you want to end it, just splash him. The guy will never get up again. Yeah. <laughs> he has, the hardest, that he has this, <laughs> the hardest splash in all of wrestling ever. Well, I, I figured. So I always hate when you see a guy and he lands on his knees and his elbows and it clearly, you clearly doesn't look like it's doing anything. Yeah, you so I said... Don't. I'm yes. not going to break your ribs. You'll be fine. It'll be a little stiff, <laughs> exactly. but you'll be fine. I mean, we're all, we're all, exactly, exactly. We're all grown men. You ready to be in the business, kid? You ever take yeah. a splash from Biggie? Huh? Lay down. <laughs> Lay down, kid. That's right. Uh, I don't have a good segue for this, by the way, but I wanted to make sure we definitely got to probably the illest comeback I can uh, mm. think of is it was the night that we broke the record. We had, if I believe, uh, if I recall correctly, we had a triple threat tag Two of them actually, and we started with in Philly. I don't you mm-hmm. you and TJ. Yeah, I don't really to remember towns and dates. Always blows my mind. But we had this three way tag, and it was Gallows and Anderson, us and you and Shamo, and it was the most creative comeback I think I've ever seen. And I recently uh, rewatched the GIF of you doing it, and just the crowd uh, going crazy watching the, the video. Uh, but I loved how creative that was the way you used essentially every part of the ring, every body that was available, it was brilliant. Well, thank you. Um, but you guys were all part of that. Like without you, I couldn't have done it. And especially because some of that, if not half of it was on the fly. Yeah. I knew I was going to do the seat. I think it was on you, E, right? Yep. So like, and then I just look up and I see Kofi there and we just make like eye contact for a split second. Then I'm like, all right, he, he knows what's going to happen next, right? So <laughs> like, it's one of those because like our chemistry, like, and, and like how many times we've wrestled that there's like this un, un, unspoken bond that we can just do stuff. And like I said, half that stuff was just because the puzzle pieces were in place. Like I didn't call all of that. You know what I mean? Like we just, it just happened. Um, and it was definitely very special. I also feel... I kind of, how can I say this? I kind of screwed everybody up because now a lot of people try to replicate it and it's just <laughs> not the same. And now I have to like, Can't be. it's because like, I think the beauty of it was because it happened, so much of it happened organically. You know what I mean? And it was just not, I don't know. It was just one of those like perfect things in time. It worked that time. It wouldn't work every time. You know what I mean? Like it's one yeah. of those. So Thank you very much. And again, this is the, I feel like it was teamwork. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't do that without everybody involved. So to, to the, the point of you saying that you locked eyes with Kofi and you said, we both knew what was about to happen. <laughs> like, I feel like <laughs> that's, that's kind of how it is with you after you wrestle with somebody for, for a long enough time, and especially with you, cause you're so good. So talented. Like we all know, like you're going to hit us and it's going to be fine and it's going to sound off and be awesome. And there's going to be a great reaction from the crowd uh, specifically. So I think it was, it may have been in the Dre or it was some sort of rumble where I'm laying on the bottom rope, staring at the entranceway and I hear your music and I'm just like, okay, well I'm down. I'm not doing anything. Something's going to happen. And I look up and you've now 
you're almost in the ring and you're looking me dead in the face, just staring at me. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm thinking, how is he going to hit me? I have no clue. I'm legit. My arms are up on the bottom rope. I'm laid out. My legs spread and you slid into the ring back to your feet. You didn't, you didn't break stride at all. You were moving at like 300 miles an hour. It felt like, and then you just hit me with a diving downward uppercut into my chest, which was like six inches off the ground. And then you went about messing everybody up in the ring. Like, uh, you see, but like, so to me, what's beautiful about wrestling and what I enjoyed is when stuff happens organically and that's how the best stuff happens. Right. Because like so many times you can call something in the back and then it comes off great. But a lot of the stuff that we do and a lot of the stuff that happens that people remember is the little stuff, right? Like the, that's like sparks a beat. Like it can be on a live event where like something happens, we start doing it. And all of a sudden, like, Oh my God, like I would have never thought about talking about that or even thought of that. It just happened because of the way you do you and the way I do me. So like it's that connection. And I feel that's, that's the beauty where like you said, like you guys were there all the way for me because we just play off each other so well because it, it just works and that elevates everybody's game. Right. So like, yeah. I would have never be like, okay, well, it's, um, when, when I come in, can you like hang in the corner and I'll come and dive you? Okay, you're like, I don't even thought of that. So like, that's why like, I just was like, okay, I'll just slide in and see where everybody is, and then uh, let's have some fun because like that to me is what wrestling is. You just you go in there and you're in there with professionals and you will have fun, you know. And I feel like a lot of the coolest stuff that that we've done kind of almost happened by accident. Yeah. Speaking of things just kind of happening, do you remember the night that we switched, we did the double turn yeah, overseas? Okay. Uh, right. So like, that's the thing. So like when we talk about by accident and stuff, like I remember that it was in Dublin Island. It was the first, yeah, sorry, my brain. Uh, <laughs> it was Dublin Island and it was the first night of the tour. And I remember me and teacher were supposed to be the heels, the bad guys, we go out and there you guys come. And it was like, you guys just debuted, like, it must have been, what was it, a couple of weeks ago, right? It, something like that, because, like, we had just started, like, trying yeah. to get the New Day Rocks thing going. Yeah. And this was the first night that they chanted New Day Sucks, like, the entire arena. And it was, it was awesome. And because, you know, like, all five of us are, have great chemistry, we just, we just made it work, right? Like, it was just one of those, like, and that's, that's the magic. And that's, like, something that, we couldn't have called that in the back. We couldn't have been like, okay, so guys, we go out there and then uh, the arena will chant New Day sucks. So then we, like, no, it was just something that happened and we went with it. And that's the beauty of wrestling for me. It was the best. Yeah. I just remember, so like, because I remember it was the three of us and then uh, Natty was with you guys too. Yep. And so also, six legit, of us, yeah. right, right when the bell rang, the New Day sucks, which is so loud. I was looking in the ring and I saw you say to E, uh, do, do we switch? Do we switch? And then looked at Kofi, we switch, switch. We look at TJ, switch, switch to Natty. Oh, do we switch? And then the match just started completely on the fly for like 15 minutes. And it was, it was so good. It was so good. And it's, it's nice to be in there with somebody like you who's comfortable doing things like that. I, to me, it's kind of the, the, like the improv part is a lot of fun. I mean, like, yes, like, you know, coming up with stuff in the back is fun too, but like the improv and like that match was so, uh, like you said, we were in there and we just listened and then like the crowd, Chanted, you know, New Day sucks. And I remember, like, I was on the apron, look at TJ, and TJ was like, switch? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then, like, you get like a circle, run a spot, you know, like, try to feel them out and then come back to it. And it was just, it was so cool to be, to be in there and be part of that because that just, that just showed, like, no matter where we go on tour, we'll make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the, that's the beauty of it that, that was, that was magic. And that magic you cannot, like it's authentic. And I feel like if something is authentic, people just gravitate towards it. And I think that's why New Day is so successful. It's because it's authentic. It's 100% authentic. Like that's why people are behind you guys so much. Y'all, so you know, we put a lot of work into this New Day podcast, but I want to make sure that y'all and everybody else knows about another podcast that is very, very good. The Giant Bombcast. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. you don't say. Yeah. I like it. Okay, perfect. Let me give you some more information. The host, a man by the name of Jeff Gersman and another man by the name of Brad Shoemaker. They've been in the video game world talking about it, digging into it for more than 20 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. Two decades. 20 years just grinded. Since oh eight, they've been doing this every single Tuesday, this weekly podcast, they cover video game news, what games they've been playing and what games you should be playing. Because you know, sometimes stuff is on the radar, but you don't play it. 
They're going to tell you what you need. They're going to tell you what you need to play. Like we said, it's available every single Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast, or you can go directly to the source over at giantbomb.com. So go check out our friends at the Giant Bomb cast. Sorry, guys. So th- this lawn dude is outside the window and my kids are squirting him with uh, uh, <laughs> a hose. There's a hose and he's getting hot too. So I, I, got to, I have to go discipline oh these children. Hold on one second. Oh my God. Wait, wait. Can oh. we please leave this on the podcast? Yes. My, yeah, lawn, dude, at all. my, my lawn dude is outside oh and my, my kids are spraying him with a hose. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> Why are you squirting him? What are you doing? <laughs> you can't do that to people, man. All right, leave him alone. Let him work. Are you done? No, I'm not done. <laughs> I don't know. We're in the middle. Don't do that to him. Okay? All right. Look, there's a lot of stuff to have fun with. You over there, you're shooting with squirt guns, you're shooting with the hose. Huh? It's not funny. Go play in the front yard. Why don't you go play ball in the front? Huh? Do something else. <laughs> Do something else. <laughs> Kofi. Yeah, wait till you can hear me. Go. What the? <laughs> what are we doing, guys? Go. Your yeah. kids are the best. Your kids are the best. I'm trying so hard not to laugh, man. Oh, I like, I'm I'm sure you're like watching the whole scene. I'm like listening to you, and then all of a sudden I see like water squirting. I'm like, what's coming out of the pool? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, no, no, I see Orion over here with the squirt gun. I don't even know where he got that squirt gun from. And he's just like squirting over the bushes and like laughing and running off. And they didn't expect, they're sitting like right over here, like just watching this dude. So now I come around the corner and bust out like, oh, like they had no idea. Oh, my God. The dude's getting mad, too. He's like, you know, like he mowing your like, yeah. He's just like, he's like evening out the, uh, the hedges, you know? Your hedges, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's yeah, even yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even better. Yeah. That's, even better. That's like yeah. hiring a plumber and then as yeah. he comes in, you and spray. The, and the kids yeah. are just harassing him and nobody's, nobody knows what's going on. Like, if we weren't in here shooting this podcast, they'd just be back there messing around, like, and nobody would ever know. And what's he <laughs> oh, supposed to brilliant. say? Yeah. You know? Oh, that's Damn. brilliant. Oh, that's so good. That's so uh, good. Love your name. Oh, like, Kai trying to, like, he's like, no, I'm not doing it. Orion's doing it. I'm like, but you're watching him do it. <laughs> you are accomplished. As the older brother, you need to take charge. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. you don't. <laughs> anyway, shoot. Sorry. Oh, that was awesome. You're good. Hey. Kofi, you got anything? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what uh, what were we just talking about? I'm, I'm <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> Ireland. We're talking about <laughs> Ireland. your kids, your badass kids. Yeah. That's what we were <laughs> Before. <laughs> just talking Don't about mind, oh, yeah, oh, the match. The match. Yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. In my career at that point, like, I had wanted to be a heel for so long. I wanted to be a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? And I never got the chance to do it. We thought that we might start to go that direction. But then in the ring, when the crowd starts chanting that we sucked and we're all like looking at each other and all these conversations are going on and it's like, oh my God, am I going to be a heel right now? I literally hadn't been a heel since my, gosh, before I got signed. When I had no business being a heel, I didn't know what I was doing, you know? (laughs) And honestly, like, when this was about to happen, I probably still didn't know what I was doing. And then like halfway through the match, I'm sitting there with like one of you guys in a hole, I think TJ, and I'm like throwing punches down on him. I'm like, this is like, this is so weird. Like, what am I doing? All these like bad guy and dastardly things, you know? But it felt so good, man. And I think like we couldn't have done that with anybody as we wanted to go with what was organic as much as we did. Um, if it was anybody else in there, it would have been very difficult to do. But the fact that you and TJ, number one, have so much experience, so talented, so great at what you guys do, like you guys were the perfect opponents for us to be able to have that moment. Even just from a chemistry chemistry perspective, like we didn't know what we were going to do as bad guys with each other in the ring, you know, to look like a unit and look like a team. And ever, all of us are just going nuts. But if it wasn't for you guys, like, you know, it just wouldn't have... Um, it wouldn't have come off as good as it did. And we might not have had, you know, the confidence to go in and say, hey, this is what we want to do if that didn't go well. You know, like that was such a critical point in our career in terms of getting things going and being able to, you know, just for us to go, go off and do everything that we ended up doing in our career. So I'm always grateful for that moment. You know, everything kind of happens for a reason for us to be even booked in that situation and for it to happen, you know, overseas the way that it did. Uh, it's just it's just great that you guys were a part of that, man. So. Super thankful. Always grateful. 
no, I'm super thankful. It was to me, it was uh, the same thing. Me and DJ had something to prove. You guys had something to prove. And that's why I love live events. And that's why I just love, like you get to a point where, like we talked about that earlier, like we wrestled a bunch of times before, but also like knowing you guys that like, you just, there's complete trust. Like I just knew like, okay, we like, do we switch? Yeah, well, let's do it. You know, it's just like, because we, we know we, like every single person out there, you know what I mean? Like a person working the floor, um, you know, <laughs> sorry, both, both. Thank you. With like Natty and whoever was, was working the floor that night. It was just like, we know every single person will know what we're doing, what we're changing. And they will be there for everything. You know, it's just like, it's that kind of trust. And, um, I'm just super happy to have that with you guys because it's, it's, it's fun. Like even like, if, if stuff changes last minute, like, you know how it happens when you're like, oh, okay, you get time cut, you get time added, you get whatever, like, it's fine. Like, we, we'll make it work. And that's just the beauty of it. And like, I remember we were like in Poland, I think the second week of that tour. And it was kind of one of those like, oh, well, we'll like every night we're like, let's play by ear because uh, TV in Europe is behind sometimes, you know, like up to like a week or two weeks. So we were in Poland. I think they were like almost a month behind or like three weeks behind. And we were like, Oh, well maybe we'll be the big, and like, no, they still know <laughs> they sucks. It was just one like of those, us. like, it was, it, it was awesome. And I remember, um, I think the second night when Kofi was on the floor, he grabbed the microphone and just was like in such a, it was such a cool, like, like you said, like you, you, you wouldn't, like you haven't been a heel in so long, but you just said very matter of factly explained to them in like almost like dad voice, like, no, no, you're <laughs> chanting this wrong. It's supposed to be nuclear. The <laughs> <laughs> language barrier. You know? I was just, exactly. I was just on the airport and I was like, this is, this is pure brilliance because all the other heels just go out there and yell and scream. And it was just like, like, no, you, I don't know if it's language barriers, but it was just so brilliant. And I was like, oh, this is just, but again, it's that organic things that happen. And that's why it's like authentic. That's why like the new day is so successful. It's because it's authentic and you just go with it. And that's what makes it magic. <laughs> magic unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked a lot about the things that you are uh, able to do and accomplish inside the ring. So I'd like to talk about something that you have done technically outside of the ring. Yes. And that is you diving into the audience in order to acquire beach balls to rip them to pieces. Yes. Now, what made you just snap and start um, doing this? Well, so again, it's like one of those like in the moment magic things that just happen that you cannot plan that I, that I love, right? So um, that was in Brooklyn and... Um, I remember it must have been, I think it was like SummerSlam, right? Or I think it was SummerSlam or something like that. Mm -hmm. But um, maybe a couple of months earlier, it was me and Seamus against Rollins and Ambrose. And uh, it was at the Rumble. And we were supposed to go on first. And then some other people, you know, got it changed. And we went on after... <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Uh, <laughs> we went on. We went. We we ended up going on um, after the Royal, the men's Royal Rumble match, and I think that that was when Shinsuke won it. So the crowd just was crazy, and we go out, and it's just really hard to get him back into the match. Um, and I think it may have been a handicap match with Rollins too. Anyhow, uh, and then um, we are in Brooklyn, and we're in a just like certain spots on the card are sometimes tougher to get the crowd into it. But I'm always like, no, we'll get it. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get him. I'll, I'll find a way. I'll find a way. We'll, we'll, we all find a way to do something. You know, you look up and there's like freaking beach balls. I'm like, why are they not paying attention? And then I look over and there's like a beach ball. And I just get like, why are not paying attention to the match? We're trying, like, we're all just trying our hardest to make right. it great, right? I think it was like Seamus and Ron are like in there. And like Seamus is like, what's going on? Because like he doesn't see, like, you know what I mean? Like he's focused on in the ring, right? And I just look at Seamus, I see the beach balls jumping around. I'm like, I don't want to jump in the crowd and then not get the beach ball and look like an idiot, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the thing, like, just keep away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just all right. Oh, oh, they're playing. Keep away with the idiot. Um, so then I was like, big <laughs> six foot four idiot over there running around, right? Um, so I wait till like one of our security or one, one security or something just like, 
kind of secures it. So I know it's in one place. And I just look at Seamus and it goes like, don't move. And like, I run over and grab it. And I just want to do like, it's just like one of those, like, no, screw you. This is our thing. And like also take something that happened organically and take it to our advantage, which I think we did in Dublin that night with the, with the, with the switch, where the crowd was just like, no, we want to see, we want to boo New Day. So it was the same thing. I saw the beach ball. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to write that beach ball and ruin my match. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, screw that beach ball. This is my match. And yeah, yeah, I think yeah. one of those are like, again, an organic moment that was authentic. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that too. And I feel like we all have moments like that. It's, it's sometimes, uh, you know, it's hard to follow certain things that happen in the show. Sometimes goes to try to entertain themselves. And mm-hmm. you went out and did what every single one of us has wanted to do at some <laughs> point, you know, go out there and be like, cause you know, at the end of the day, like you're saying, like we're in there and we're trying so hard to, you know, to, to entertain. And then when people are not paying attention, let alone messing around, and they have the audacity to blow a beach ball. I mean, when I saw you hop the railing, I was like, oh my God. Like, we have wanted to do that for so long, you know? So, uh, yeah, man, just, uh, it was so great well, to see that happen. I did it. I did it for all of us. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, we appreciate it. Because also, it's like one of those, like, you know, you see it, and then you're like, oh, I wish I would have. And right. I'm, the, I'm the expert at that. I'm like Captain Hindsight. I'm like, oh, man, if I would have just... And then like, I'm, I'm depressed for the next four days until I have another match or something, you know, I'm just like, Oh, I wish I would have done this. And that, and that was just one of those, like, screw it. I'm doing it. I thank you. It reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where Jerry gets heckled and then he goes to this lady's office and heckles her. And then he like gets, <laughs> he, he gets like, he meets up with his comedian buddy and he's like, yeah, that's one for the good guys. I never thought to do that. That's what it feels like is obviously we love our fans. Uh, they're incredible. But sometimes you have those fans who just really try to ruin things. And it, it was one for the good guys, you know, for us, Hell the yeah. performer. That's, that's right. And that horrible, that's nasty, good. dirty fan trying to mess things <laughs> up. <laughs> but, uh, so, so we've told this story uh, definitely on our podcast and we've told it many times over the years. But uh, so there was an instance many years ago, I think around the time that we were working you and TJ and we were just heels. We were heels. And there was a time that you chased me on the floor. This is before the match started or early in the match. And you chased me from the ring to the floor. I made an attempt to hop over the barricade, but I was, I was hefty at the time. A good 305. And my footing wasn't quite there. There was a fan close. I got a ton of excuses as to why I couldn't clear the barricade. <laughs> but I didn't clear it. And instead of clearing it, I ended up cowering in a corner. Uh, <laughs> and he just stood over me. Because, and I say this many times, it is very frightening. But seeing you, just muscles full of blood, just veins pumping, it's very frightening to see you sprinting full speed at me. Or, you know, it's, it's, uh, I had the deer in the headlights look. So we've told this story many times, and really what caps off the story is Arn uh, warning you not to make me a 300-pound, you know, yeah. the next Sissy. one. So, yeah. Yes, Sissy. yes, so let's Sissy. go with that. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind telling your perspective on the 300-pound Well, I, I, so it was just one of the, like, so it was a live event. I don't remember where it was, but... Um, I remember, yeah, I know, right? Uh, I remember <laughs> you did something dastardly on the floor, like you, you cheated or whatever. And I was just like, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to walk out and I'm going to power walk, you know, like to the other side of the ring. You know what I mean? Like when you just like power walk somebody like, you know, from, from, from one side of the ring to the other. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, okay, fine. So like, I was just probably, you know, all fired up or something. And it was, so like I roll out and I start taking a couple of power walking steps and <laughs> CE trying to jump over the guardrail, which you guys are known for having fun out there and doing, you know, different stuff. So I was like, oh, this is brilliant. He's going into the crowd. He's not making it into the crowd. <laughs> 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 because like, here's the thing, like, it's, like I said earlier, we always play off each other, which makes us all better. So whenever you do something different, I'm forced to do something different, right? right? And vice versa. And that elevates everybody's game. So I come out there, I power walk you off. And I thought he's going to escape me. And then he doesn't. But I also can't just stop, right? Like, right, right, right. <laughs> Baby face, I have to, I have to worry, you know, it's like, I, I was just power walking towards you. And then you just stop and, count, and like, I just, Stopped over you. Like, I don't know if I said anything, but I wanted to be like, you know, like, oh, don't do this again or something. I don't know, you know. But it was like literally like one of those, like, I'm, I was not trying to make you look like a 300 pound sissy, obviously, but I was just like, I just right. it. I'm like, 
just count. I'm like, okay, I guess my work here is done. I should. <laughs> now you know. It's, now that, you it's, know. That, it's that rule of improv, yes and. And so E trying to get over the guardrail was a yes and, exactly. but he didn't finish the words and just, wait, she went, no, no. It was just no. And I'm like, okay, I showed you. Well, let me go back in the yeah. ring. Yeah. But it's, it's the heel's job to beg off and to back up. Uh, so I attempted to back up and I just couldn't back up. <laughs> further enough so it's just I remember just you know at the time too and I'm I'm the biggest one out there I got a lot of heft to me a lot of meat on the bones and I'm about I'm about 305 310 pounds and I just remember the sight of not just like cowering in the corner but I remember sinking down to the floor in the fetal position I'm curled up in a ball I balled up on the floor and just praying you didn't do anything dastardly to me. I just remember looking and seeing E like <laughs> I probably, I probably had to make sure that I didn't laugh because, like, you know, seeing you not making it over the guardrail, and they just sadly slouched. <laughs> I was also embarrassed that I didn't make it over. So it was a combination of things. Oh, so I'm mean, just like, okay, yeah. And then you know, me and Woods couldn't do anything about it either. No. You know, I'm, I'm not going over there. No, no, no. no. Man, get up, leave him alone, man. Leave him alone. Uh, he's, not he's not even in the match. He's not even in the match. Oh. He's got a final match. Oh god! He's sweating oh more god. than all what the people time? in the match, but he's not he's <laughs> because it's called working. 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 That's what I always remind people. They say, "Oh, you yeah. had a night off. You weren't in the match. You were on oh, the floor." No. But I always remind people, "You work the floor." Exactly. So I'm up and down, sprinting. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, if if Kofi's doing something, I'm mimicking a comeback, or if Woods is doing something, I'm trying to. I'm I'm getting a good sweat in. Oh, mm-hmm. mostly because I know I don't have to go out there. I don't have to save any energy, so I will blow it all on the floor. That's what I do. Yeah, they, that's they why go. you never you never ask New Day. You know who's working tonight because always everybody's oh, always working. You, you always yeah. ask everybody who's in who's wrestling. Right. Or who's in the yes. Who are we facing? You know, I, I, spent, I spent like a year honing my craft on the floor. Yeah. So, so don't know? ever, yeah. ever <laughs> dare say you That's don't work job. the floor. That's how you feed your kids out there. Hit, hit those know? microphones on those roaming cams. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Uh, uh, speed force and um, what's the other one? Muscle speed pump. Force, muscle bomb. Muscle pump. powers. That's right. Muscle pump. Mm-hmm. Combinations. <laughs> you know. But you were talking about so so he was saying like uh, you know how uh, the the sight of you coming at him with this vascular, you know, Adonis Greek type physique, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, we gonna call it like it is. We gonna say what it is. You know, I remember specifically, I think I told you about this maybe like six months ago or so I saw you with this, uh, Under Armour hoodie on. Right. And I'm like, man, that looks really, really good. And he's, he's looking real jacked in there. You know, it's making him look big, making him look thick. Yeah, I'm gonna go get an Under Armour hoodie just like that. I remember asking you about it too. Like, hey, you know what? What brand is that? Oh, it's Under Armour because they had like a do like a new logo. You know, very subtle. So I'm like, oh, cool. Got all the research. I think I actually even ordered it online. So I was like doing the research online. I might have like texted you about it or something. And then uh, it comes in. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, sick, great. Then I put it on. I'm just like, oh, okay, this is kind of tight. And I look in the mirror. and I'm just like, this isn't the way it looked on him. And I was like, ah, you know what? Uh-huh. Ah, it wasn't the shirt. It's because he's actually jacked underneath the shirt. And my chest is, is it is what it, evolved. it is. It it's evolved. It's well, evolved. I, like chest. Chest. I, I call it the chest of the future, you know. Chest I mean, of the future. That's what I meant. Evolved, world, right? Yeah. The world's not, you know, ready for it right now. But in, in, in years to come, your great grandkids will all have chests like mine. But for now, I wanted to have a chest like you, you know. And, uh, and, and that shirt didn't give it to me. Well, so I, I think like all of us, um, especially when we're, like out in public, like we don't realize how big we are. You know what I mean? Like, because like, I feel all of us, it's like, what you, I said, well, you guys, no, I mean, <laughs> no, no, so, no, 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 no. So, so here's the thing, like, you know, we're always around like extraordinarily large human beings. You know what I mean? Because like, that's the part of the job. Right. So when you go out in like public, like you don't realize like, because like people like look or something was like, Oh, what? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I guess I'm like, don't look like an average person, but I think like we all have that. Not, what? not me. Not yes, me. No. Don't try to yeah, explain yeah. away you being Jack. Look, you gonna get these compliments. Yeah. Don't yeah. even try. Oh, we're all big and we all know. Nice try. Nice try. But you're going to take these all these compliments. That's why yeah. you're here. It's the Cesaro love hour. You're going to yes. get all this. Yeah. Love. You know what? Matter of fact, matter of fact, like, like we said in the intro, 
Today, today, people listen to this podcast, if they listen to it on the first day that it's out, that means it's April 13th. April 13th, Cesaro Appreciation Day. I'm going to say it. Um, what does it entail? April. I feel like there should Wait, be some uh, celebration. Just, just tweeting Wait. Cesaro compliments. Okay, that's a good start. There you go. I, like that. I, I have a question for you since, it's, since we built up April. Uh, do, do you know if, like, can February, March? I heard this. I heard this yesterday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, but April, May. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. God. Well, let's, we're right. going to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, oh, <okay>. come on. <laughs> it's, it's our appreciation day, I thought. Let me hey. do a joke. <laughs> our, our um, resident professional comedian always calls me a hack anyway, so. <laughs> I, I want to see you on, on stage doing stand-up. That's what I really uh, want. Yeah, I know. Would you ever? Um, so he, here's the problem with, with me being a hack. All my material <laughs> is like stolen. There's very little, well, like if I hear stuff, I'll come up with puns, but like all those are like dad jokes that I heard somewhere or read somewhere. Yeah. So I feel like if you're on stage, you have to come up with originals, you know, material while I'm the hack. So I should. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's a, jokes. That, that is, there's, there's a lane for that too. Uh, sure. Right. Uh, so come and see your okay. favorite hack. Hey. Stolen jokes from the internet are yeah. abundant. Hey, you got a car. <laughs> um, I, I know you, you, you all will be part of this, but I wanted a roast. Like, you know, the, like not the Comedy Central because I feel they're not PG, obviously, but I think the old school Dean Martin roasts. Yes. Where it's just like there's a dais, there's a crowd, and we all just are gentlemen making fun you know, PG jokes, but they're all in your windows and all like fun and good. And I think that would be great, especially for example, like now where, um, you know, we're all in, in like, you know, staying at how, uh, in, in our homes or something, yeah. a roast would be amazing. Right. But even like at WrestleMania, it would be awesome to have like, okay, come in, have dinner, you know, at the dinner tables and then just, have a couple of guys yeah. roast each other because we all actually have a sense of humor and yeah. uh, you know, we kind of write our own material, you know, or we have some help depends and then just have a good time. Yo, I, would I, love I actually kind of love that idea. Uh, Cause I got hella time on my hands and a <laughs> uh, breeze, I think would be the perfect victim to roast. Oh, yes. <laughs> Man, I, yes. I, I actually would love to do that. That's not a bad idea at all. I'll write some jokes. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see, see the, the best part is we just pick one person as the man of the hour, but you can still roast every single person on the day. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And yeah. Back and forth. And, and, and it's, and it's just something that like, I don't know, like we know each other for so long we, and we've been on the road together for so long, you know, there's so much stuff to make fun of and just like little inside jokes. And it's just, it's all in good fun. And to me, uh, that's what all those Dean Martin roasts were because like you had Ronald Reagan on there and people just make fun of him, but he also shows that he has a sense of humor because he takes it, they can dish it out. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people get really wound up nowadays and I think that's just, that would be fun, right? This is an incredible idea. This is an incredible idea. I love it. Like, I'm, I'm not talking because I'm thinking of like, okay, this is actually very doable and would be very funny. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Okay, well, yep. that's yeah, that. Yeah, there we th go. Th th this is happening at some point. There we go. Uh, yeah, but I do agree. We should, we should roast Breeze first. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> yes, Charles. roast Charles. <laughs> Who, is there, is there anybody uh, that you guys think that we shouldn't roast? Well, I had an idea, but I don't want to say it. It's oh, too boy. There's, there's some people who take who don't take jokes well. Breeze is an easy target, and he'll he'll eat it up. He'll take it well. Yeah, well, there's, some, think, there's some sensitive people. Yeah, but I think those people are just not going to be on the dais, right? I mean, I like, guess yeah. pretty easy, you know. Right, and we yeah. have we we, we all <gasps> know who's going to be can, on there. It's going to be. Can fun. we get Hornswoggle on? Oh yeah. I want to roast be, if you're trying to do a, a TV MA uh, <laughs> version of a roast, you, we'll have to make sure the people that the express, explicit content warning will definitely have to be thrown up. But okay, so so speaking of ones, like one of my favorite, I just thought of that the WLC match, right? Oh, oh yeah. a classic. Oh, oh and yeah. speaking of, I mean, Top like five match of all time. I mean uh, that, and then um, you know, to, just just to throw in a little bit of like current stuff, uh, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. Incredible. I thought I thought for the setting and because like so, it's always hard if you have, for example, when they had uh, the Hardy Compound match, yeah, uh, yeah, with Bray, and they like played it in the arena. It was kind of the people there were like, it's different because you're in the arena, but now where that's not possible. I thought those two matches and the way they were produced and edited and music and everything for the, the people at home, I thought it was just something so new, something so different. And just to show, I mean, for our studio, which we all know, like everybody in our studio and everybody behind the scenes 
you know, they do such an exceptional job and to showcase how awesome they are. Those two matches were just like amazing. My book. The fact that someone actually said, like they sat down and they scored this boneyard match. Like that's what's killing me. It's, it's so much fun to watch. Like people put so much effort into this to make it something that's interesting to watch. And like you said, in these weird times, yeah. uh, with that, we are going to wrap this up. Cesaro, thank you so much for being on. We appreciate you. No, thank you very much for having me on. I feel like we can do this for, for hours. Oh, yeah. Right. And we right. haven't even scratched the surface. That's the best. I know. <laughs> There's so much good stuff. There's oh, yeah. so much good this stuff. Is, we're going to have you on the show multiple times. Hey, whenever you want to have me on, um, I got this. I don't. I don't have the cameo mic that uh, Big E has over there. Come on, man. It is a personal cameo studio, but I'm I'm trying here. Just for months, just keep making this cameo studio joke. I don't have a studio devoted to cameo. All right, it's just a phone. That's all you need. But I appreciate the plug. Let people know. You have to foam like the soundproofing foam. I don't. But you did tell me earlier that you're going to send some to my house. (laughs) So yes, I will. Echo, you know. Claudio, Cesaro, Big Swiss, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me uh, on the on the Twitch at Claudio's Cafe. They can find me on, uh, see, I have to think now, uh, Instagram and Twitter at WWE Cesaro. And uh, they can, you know, find me here on the New Day podcast. <laughs> For Cesaro Appreciation Day. <laughs> <laughs> Kofi, yeah, thank uh, you guys so much. What, uh, where can they find you, Kof? You know what? They don't need to find me. You can, if you're going to try to look for me, just go to Claudio's page, man. Give him my follows. You know what I'm saying? Follow me. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, use my, I'm saying, use my follows or whatever you're going to give to me and give them to your boy Claudio. I'm not saying that, that that's not the same thing. <laughs> That's what's, not the same encroachment. What's, 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 wow. Same? Wow. Now I'm getting asked. Wow. wow. Is he not stepping on my feet? Uh, don't be stepping on my diverting. Yeah, that's why you speak instead. He's diverting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like yeah, that. He's, he's diverting to help out our guest. Uh, For those who don't know, the lyrics, like, the lyrics to Big E's old song go, Don't be stepping on my feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> feet. Yeah. E, would you like people to find you at all? I don't know. My my gimmick's done now since it's been stolen. Uh, like these kids these days doing all the super kicks and whatnot. Back in my day, a super kick was a finish. You know? <laughs> I'm at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram, but most importantly, Cameo. Cameo. Yeah, that's what it's about. That's why I'm here. That's why I do it. So, that's why I'm uh, here. The, uh, the wind is just. My sails just have no wind. You took all the wind out my sails. So. Oh, not like this. Uh, oh, yeah. Just, you did it? Uh, so that's, not that's like it. this. Oh, you set him up. No. You set him up. No. Go ahead. I, no. just, you know, Go ahead. Speaking of, you know, I heard um, with everybody has to be at home. You know, everybody has to work from home. And I heard about this, um, this yacht builder, you know, who had to work from home. But it was actually great because his sails went through the roof. Uh, as as up, soon Woods. as you said sales, as soon as you said sales, I knew it. I knew it. Shut it down, Woods. Shut it down. My God. Okay, you catch me at Xavier Woods PhD on all the socials. Catch me on uh, YouTube, up, up, down, down. Catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Austin Creed. And most importantly, y'all can support the podcast not only by listening and subscribing wherever you listen to your podcast, you can support it by getting our new shirt. Hey. Ooh. It's on shot. Yeah. Podcast shirt. Look Damn at it. We done came up. Getting it. You know what? You know what would feel real good? You get your shirt, you order it, it comes to your house, you put it on, and then you, if you have yet to do so, you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Then you text 10 friends and tell them, subscribe to this podcast. Give it a five-star review on the Apple Podcast. It helps your boys out so we can have fantastic guests like Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. I, I, by the way, I just wanted to say I really, really thank you guys for having me on because you guys are two of my favorite people to be around. And uh, now, now being being at home for so long, I feel like you know missing some of my friends. And you guys are definitely on the top of the list. And uh, you too, know, man. thank you, yeah. thank you guys. It's Miss a lot of fun. Man. It's been a lot of fun reminiscing <laughs> for for people who don't know, like. Whenever we are back, you know, on tour or whatever, that's kind of what we do. We just. Talk about the good old times. Man, I feel like really old right now. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, are you dangling one foot in the grave right now? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, well, you don't know. You know, maybe, uh, you know. No. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate yes. that. Of Thank course, you. of course. And Cole, I, I hope your kids uh, <laughs> spray the sky. What's going on there, Cole? Yeah. I, I swear to God. 
<laughs> These guys, and I appreciate them taking care of my lawn, but they seem to be mowing the same spot right next to the window. And now with the leaf blower in the same spot in the trip, my yard is not this big. You know, it's not this big, man. So, so to anybody listening for the past hour and a half, uh, they have been mowing Kofi's lawn and just in the spot in front of his window. That's how big his lawn is. That's it takes like an hour and a half. Yes. And that's just the one part that's next yeah. to his podcast room. Because yeah. I, I think that's the most has a podcast room. He has a, has a cameo studio, you know, Stop, Woods has the up, up, down, down studio. Yeah. You know? I like, I think this is the most first world conversation we've ever had ever. Isn't it? Uh, I can't do this yeah. podcast because the guy mowing my lawn just won't get away from the window. Oh, what jerks. Like, what my jerks. kids were in the pool, you know? Yeah. So, so bougie. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Check us out next Monday when we got some good stuff for you. A good conversation and some good. Oh, there's the kids. Can you see They're literally dangling over the, the railing. They're trying to trying to get. I've locked them out of the room. They're dangling over the railing, trying to get into trying to get into this room. Mm, That's why we had to take the break the first time. Just full, you know, full disclosure, because everybody is acting a fool in my. It's supposed to be my office. I'm at work. God, <laughs> working hard. Gotta well, rail with, them in. With that, thank you so much, and we'll catch you next week on the greatest podcast of all time, which is entitled "The New Day." Feel the. Where's the baby? Yeah. In the baby. We never, it, we never do it at the end. Man, hit we, the baby for your oh, boy. That's not, no, we baby. never do that at the end. There it is. <laughs> we never do it at the end. You guys haven't noticed that this whole time? So no, we won't, maybe we want to change it up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> On the fly, we got Cesaro here talking about it. Improv. Up. This is the longest close it's fine. It's, of the we're show. Done. We're done. Of just all Biggie, time. Biggie, Biggie tried to do the it. yes and and Kofi just cowered He shut it. He cowered. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.